The human heart is always seeking God. Anytime we want something, anytime we yearn for something, anytime we search for something in particular, really at the heart of it, we're looking for our Creator, for God, for the Almighty, for the Divine. In a very particular way, we see this story of Zacchaeus, the, the tax collector, and we've heard this story probably hundreds of times throughout our lives. But there's something very specific that St. Luke records in the Gospel today that gives a little insight into how we seek God when we encounter God, what happens when we have that encounter, and how it transforms us. We see this big crowd as normal. Jesus is walking, intending to pass through somewhere, and then something happens that catches his attention. Zacchaeus at some point has heard about Jesus. He's seen what Jesus has been doing, and he seeks to see who Jesus was. Now I want to pause there and kind of contrast this to what else we hear in the gospel about the other time somebody tries to see Jesus. It's King Herod. He's heard about all these things, and he wants to see Jesus at a distance because he's interested in what Jesus has to say, but he challenges him. He's challenged, and so he wants to see, but at a distance. The Gospel says he kept trying to see him. Meanwhile, St. Luke is very intentional when he says that Zacchaeus sought to see who Jesus was. What does that tell us about the heart of Zacchaeus in this, in this very moment? There's a difference between knowing about someone and then knowing the person in particular. There's a difference between knowing about somebody and then knowing who that person actually is. One simply knows some facts, maybe recognizes a face, knows the name. The other has a relationship. If you look across the church, I'm sure you'd see several probably dozens of people that you may know about, you may recognize them, you may have never had a conversation, and so you don't actually get to know who they are. Zacchaeus wants to nix that. He wants to know who Jesus is, to see who he was. And so there's dedication on his part. Zacchaeus doesn't just, you know, kind of wander through the crowd saying, okay, if I run into him, great. It took dedication for Zacchaeus to realize the crowd is too big. I can't see. I'm going to run ahead of the crowd. I'm going to figure out where his path is to see where Jesus is going to walk. I'm going to climb this tree, probably look like a fool in front of everybody, but I want to see who Jesus is. I want this glimpse. Maybe he'll see me. And all this dedication, all this effort on the part of Zacchaeus is rewarded. It's rewarded. Jesus is walking along, he stops, he looks up at the tree and says, Zacchaeus, come down, because I need to stay in your house today. Who would say that to a random stranger? Hey, weird man hanging out in the tree, come down and let's go have lunch at your place. But Jesus knows the heart. He knows that our heart actually seeks him, and so for Zacchaeus to recognize at least some curiosity on his part, make the dedication to run ahead, to figure things out, so that he can at least catch a glimpse of Jesus. He is rewarded. And he comes down, and regardless of what everyone else is saying, grumbling about, oh, Jesus is going to another sinner's house. Luke says Zacchaeus received Jesus with joy. Not with fear, not with intimidation, but with joy. Because he's encountering the living God. Whether he recognized it fully in that moment or not, a real transformation takes place. Because listen to what Zacchaeus says again. 
Half of my possessions, Lord, I'm going to give to the poor. Half of everything that I earn, half of everything that I own, I'm going to give it away. And if I've taken anything from anybody, I'm going to give it back four times over. Now what this translation says is, I shall repay it four times over. Another translation of Scripture, which I'm going to kind of use that one today and cheat a little bit, the Revised Standard Version, it says that Zacchaeus said, I shall restore it fourfold. I'll restore it. Very different connotation from what repayment is. So Zacchaeus says two things. I'm going to give and I'm going to restore. Give and restore. I don't know about you, but when I think about those two words, there's only one person in all of history, period, that can fully give and fully restore things. And that's God himself. All throughout Scripture, the pages of the Old Testament, starting the very first page in Genesis, He gives life. He gives creation. He gives freedom. He gives joy. He gives all of these different things that, again, our heart really does yearn for, this curiosity. He gives abundantly. And then in weak humanity, we lose it. We mess things up. We sin. And He doesn't just repay us. Repayment would be not getting to heaven. We deserve the opposite. But instead, out of that love that He has for us, He restores. He restores that life. He restores that peace. He restores this joy in Zacchaeus. Jesus gives and Jesus restores. And so for Zacchaeus to say the same thing shows us that when we encounter Jesus in the living, breathing, human person, a real transformation of heart takes place. We become a little bit more like Him. We're sent out into the world to be like him, to say what he would say, to love as he would love, to challenge and to admonish as he would, to give and to restore even. When our heart and all of its curiosity and all of its yearnings and whatever we seek finds the truth of who Christ is, Jesus, God in the flesh, when we encounter him in a true and authentic way, we're transformed. We become like him. We become an alter Christus in the world, another Christ. And don't go running around telling the bishop that I told everybody, you're Jesus, do what you want. But be like Jesus, think like Jesus, act like him, speak like him. That whole thing from the 90s on our little wristbands, what would Jesus do? Really should be, what is he doing right now in my life? How do I encounter him? And how does he want to encounter other people even through me? through my intentions, through my actions, through my outreach, through my prayers. How have you encountered Jesus? Have you encountered Jesus? What does he say? How does he love you? How does he give you freedom? How does he restore all of these different things in life that you need restoration with? How does he challenge you? How does he admonish you? None of these are questions that anybody but yourself can answer. Your heart really does seek the Lord. He is the one you seek. When you turn to sin, when you give in to temptation, when you choose not to pray, all these different things, you still seek Him, and He still seeks you and pursues you and does everything that He possibly can to get you back to Himself. And I say you, but it's all of us. Imperfect, 
broken, wounded sinners on the path, hopefully, to healing. And that only comes through Christ. He gives what we need. He restores what we have. And there's freedom there. There's immense freedom. Don't be afraid of that. Approach him. Climb the sycamore tree. Run ahead of the crowd. Figure out where he's walking. Do what you can to see Jesus. Because when it feels that you can't see him, you can't hear him, you can't even acknowledge him or recognize his presence among you, every effort that you make, he will bless and make abundant. He does see you. He will see you. He will hear you. And he'll call you down out of the tree. Because he wants to dwell in your home as well. That home of your heart, your soul, whatever you want to say, whatever image you have, he wants to dwell within you in a real way. Zacchaeus was rewarded because of his dedication and effort. He simply tried his best. He sought and he found. He asked and he received. Kind of like Jesus says otherwise and elsewhere in the gospel. If you ask, you receive. If you seek, you find. If you knock, the door will be opened, and he will come to you, and he will dwell within you. So run to him. Don't be afraid. Let him give, let him restore, and let him encounter you. Thank you for listening. The ministry here at CTK is made possible through our generous donors and golden givers. If you would like to learn more or partner with Christ the King on LSU's campus, please visit ctklsu.org.